Yep, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Tuesday, June 21st, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Steve Farrell. How are you? Excellent. I'm not going to ask that ever again. Yes, you I are. promise you. Do you. It every I can't. Time. Well, we can't like, help ourselves. It's a tick. I hear that music come on and it's like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> I respond in a way I well, celebrate. That's nice. You want to know how I am? I'm excellent. Well, Always. Good. Always excellent, <laughs> except when you're not. No. Thanks I mean, for I'm, way to well, go. I'm just an excellent human, that's why I'm just answering. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, I'm trying to make it interesting. Yeah, how are you? That's how you what's, make it interesting. <laughs> what's what's up in your um, universe at the moment? Well, uh, not much. I've been enlightened though, Lauren Clark. Mm, this is a good thing. Well, yeah. So I went last week. I didn't mention it to you last week because you'd pick on me. But I went to a circus. Doesn't sound right. Uh, oh, on I would never pick on anyone for a circus. I've told you before, circus is my happy place. <laughs> that sounds. Well, there was a lot of people happy at the circus last week. Circus is, I think, possibly. I think I've talked to you about this before. When you know, when you know something really well, mm. like you know how we talked about this with comedy. Like as soon as you, like if you if you go to a little bit of comedy, you're like, how funny is like Arj Barker and like all the mainstream mm. things that you see on the TV. Mm. And then once you get into it, you think you find your tastes become more and more refined, more and more refined. Not that Arj Barker's is the emblem yeah, yeah. thing, but just that he's popular. And then. Uh, until you get comedian and comedians like find really obscure things funny and do podcasts where they're like, you know, talking yeah. about how sad the world is and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it becomes more and more refined until you think. With me, with theatre that I've, that, which is like theatre, which Heck I've done. Years, I was a bit slow on the beat. Uh, you were. I had to do it myself. But theatre. You never ding yourself. It's a sad day. I'm a, sorry. It's a sad day. Oh, I know. You weren't there for me, Stu. But anyway, with, mm. when I've, with my background in theatre, yes. I have had. Um, oh, sorry. Thanks. I have. Uh, I go to theatre and mm. I can't turn off my that head. So I'll be watching and I, like the, none of the magic's there. I mean, it's not that I don't love it. I love it, but sad I can see how it the all works. Not there for you in the theatre. I mean, you know, you can see you can see how everything works. It's like if you were a puppeteer or a magician and you could see how that you could can i can mm. i drop it for you what can i drop what it's you know how you were saying yesterday about once you see or hear something yeah. you hear all the time yeah I, i'm gonna drop one for you it's like you know you love sausages but you don't want to see how they're made uh. <laughs> everyone's been going up using that one this Have election they? campaign uh, really i, I think it might be it. a west wingian uh, type of thing or yeah, okay. Uh, it was an American thing that no, now... No, I know. It. It is, yeah, the Sausage Factory one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you <laughs> love sausage, you want... But now, so you know how theatre's made, so... But it, you... but you, So, and and also I think you're critical because you're self-critical. So you, you'll watch your own theatre show and you'll go, oh, I can see all the things that are wrong with it. So you go to someone else's theatre show and you'll go, I can see all the things... You know what I mean? You just know. You just, it's you, the so world you, you work in. So you are, in fact, the worst audience No, possible. I'm not. I'm actually really appreciative. I understand how it all... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually... Critical. I think if you're... Well, critical is appreciative. You can be critical. And appreciative at the same time. Mm. I, I worked in a job once where that wasn't appreciated. Well, right. Well, this is not that world. Right. This is the actual world. Okay. Um. Anyway, so uh, you've completely destroyed. Oh, yeah. But when I go to the circus, mm. all of that goes. Away. It's like, hey, I become like a little kid. I'm like, yeah. how did that happen? <laughs> Look, he went up in the sky. Like, I just. I well, can't this, believe how amazing this it is. This is an amazing it's so circus physical. too. It was one of the good ones. It was was like, it circus Oz? No, no, no. Like, like smashed a chair over the back of a, uh, a lion's head and then they prodded this <laughs> elephant with a big stick and made him jump in the air. It's and then there was a happened. bear and they busted it's a cricket bat happened. across its knees. Don't, it was not the best. Don't 
Mark. It was circus arts. I thought so. There wasn't, wasn't a single al- al- animal harmed in the making there. There was not. But there were amazing feats of human strength. Yes. Uh, with a, a, no, no, the, know, a loose narrative running through it. Yeah. But uh, I watched it. Ordinarily, when I go to Circus Oz, I have a few drinks and I'm like, oh, I've got to go to the Dunny. And this time, <laughs> I, I watched it completely because uh, I, was, I was on a, a two day. So I, I was on 600 calories. And, <laughs> and, ding city. Uh, ding city. Yeah. Isn't that a car yard? And um, so I, I was able to watch it in complete and utter uh, awe and appreciation mm. of everything without having to think of the toilet. Mm. And Geez, they're strong buggers. No, they're beautiful. They're so strong. They were doing oh, things goodness. that I don't think even a piece of metal could do. No, no. They're amazing. They're mm. absolutely amazing. I had a phase when I was sort of like, I don't know. in 50. the middle When I was 50. When I was 50, I had a phase. Anyway, I had a phase earlier, about 15 years ago. So when you were 35. Going to, oh, just what is this? It's nothing. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> really, just to fill the silence of me staring at you. <laughs> yes. Anyway, That's um, a ding staring <laughs> warning. Anyway, so uh, but where I went to physical theatre, and physical theatre is mm. like physical theatre. It's like it's like um, circus, but it's it's doesn't necessarily have to have the kind of so it's not for kids necessarily. It doesn't have. Um, it's more sort of somber and thoughtful. Sounds terrible. Yeah, you might not like it, but it, it, no, but I actually think I defy you kind of not to to go and watch some somber theatre. No, it wasn't somber. It was more. Oh, oh my I god! I am okay. so sore today. It wasn't. The rent Matthias Corman. The rent is due. Jobs and growth. <laughs> By the way, you didn't say yesterday on. Um, Mailbag Monday, that oh, you've been yes. getting a fair bit of, you've got a bit of a fan club going for old MC, Matthias Corman. Well, I will admit, yesterday's Mailbag Monday was solely focused on emails. So next week we might right. do a Facebook special. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Matthias Corman is getting a bit of love. Well, which I is am a the man lot. of a thousand voices. And now I could be the man of a thousand impersonations. Yeah, the man of one. Uh, anyone that says that is a mug. So that was Bob Hawke. Man of a that thousand impersonations. was terrible, except for the... Or no iceberg. Who's that? <laughs> Paul Keating. Very topical. I might get a gig at like you're, a Labour election night party. You're like the next Elliot Goblet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Elliot Goblet. No, he wasn't an impersonator. Wasn't he? He was, like a, he was stiff as a board. Oh, that's right. He was, he was like a, uh, a Stephen... What's the uh, famous... Right. Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright rip-off. That, no, oh, he totally no, was. Nobody yeah. knew who Stephen Wright was in the 80s, but unless you'd been to America or you'd seen him here in front of 100 people. <laughs> you can't get away with that stuff anymore, No, because the internet. Yeah, <laughs> thank even God. Even Amy Schumer gets it, and you know she didn't even say she, she ripped anyone off, but even yeah. if you've got a similar joke, yeah. you're going to get it in the net. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, jobs and growth. <laughs> no, before that. Um, nah. Oh, no, we were talking about Somba Theatre and how we, anyway, we're going to put on a special what? stupidly big uh, audience for a Somba Theatre piece down at where? The no, Candlelight Cinema at the corner of Candlelight Cinema. Okay, first Melbourne of all, let me tell you about theatre. It's not film. Okay. So it's not going to be in a cinema. But, um, <laughs> no, that was the venue. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be in a cinema. Oh. It's uh, P.S. No, all I was saying was... You could in this in the physical theatre mm. sort of stuff. It was all the people that did circus, but they were doing theatre story. They were doing stories. Can they act? It wasn't even about that. It was. It was like you said. It was a physical feat. You would watch it and you'd be like, "My God, 
what am I doing with my body 99% of the time? Well, that's just walking yeah. down the street. I'm, what a boring old bat. Like, that's, I thought exactly the same. Yeah. I can't even bend over half the time. And these people are like hanging upside down off the roof. And flipping themselves inside out and like doing amazing, like, mm. oh my giddy aunt. Anyway, Could you so imagine, was, now, just roll with me on this one for one second. Uh, and sure. it'd be a theatre of the grotesque. <laughs> but seeing that sort of uh, circus work <clears throat> uh, where the performers are naked, it would be that's, so full on. No, that's what um, that's basically what the Olympics was <laughs> when it started, wasn't it? So don't the athletes call it the good old days? They call it the good old days. Yeah, the yeah. athletes would have been quite okay with that, wouldn't they? No, um, no, no, because it is such. Oh a, no, totally. All over the joint. There was like there was no. Um, what's the word I'm thinking? Self consciousness. No, you like, can't be self conscious. You, know, you yeah. can't be. Yeah. You're on display. Yeah, and you are doing amazing things. Yeah, well, you have an amazing body too, because you, there is not a single element of your. There's not a sinew that is not being put to use. At, you know, mm. in your work. Ah, mm. oh, so good. There was one part, I won't spoil it, the, mm. the Circus Oz latest show. Yeah. But it involved a woman standing on a guy's shoulders. Yeah. And what they did was amazing. Ah, uh, did it involve well, a bicycle? No. Oh, okay. I don't want to go into it in case someone's going to go out there and see the show. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm going to see the show. You're going to go? Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. you should. And it's all ages, and I don't want to make it sound like an advert, but it is uh, pretty. It, I've seen a couple of late, didn't like them as much as this one, but that could have been the toilet factor as well. <laughs> You, <laughs> that is so funny. There, I know mm. so many people who are like that. Oh, I needed to go to the toilet, so I didn't like the show. You know, would you know? Once upon a time, they demolished it now. But at the MCC <coughs> or in the MCC at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, yeah, in the men's toilets. Because I remember I did a media tour there about fifteen years ago. I was myself, a station manager from a small radio station I was working at PBS, mm. uh, John John Blackman, yeah. And um, what was that lady's name that was on Fox for a long time with the spiky hair? Um, yes, I know sometimes who you mean. on the ABC. Not Tracy. Yes, Tracy. Oh, what is her last name? Anyway, don't keep doing that. Anyway, we, we <laughs> yeah. had a media tour. She got a, she got a raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? No, I don't know. Tracy. No, stop it! Don't do that again. Anyway. We, yes. went, we all went into the men's toilets, as you do on media tours. Right. <laughs> media. I know, crazy. I those cats. But the yeah. men, are you familiar with men's toilets, Lauren Clark? So familiar, Stu. Yeah, well, I know. And mm. see, the men's <laughs> urinal, yeah. which is the metal sheet on a wall where, where men go up and... and uh, I know what a urinal is, but thanks metal. for taking me through the, uh, the, yeah. small, the fun. Yeah, no, you'd be fascinated by it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there was a strip of glass across the top of the urinal where if you went in to uh, relieve yourself, yeah. uh, you could still watch the cricket. Oh, really? It wasn't a strip, it was like windows. And apparently Bartram. there was a prime minister, that Tracy Bartram, thank yep. you. I think the prime minister had them put in so he could still watch the cricket when he was that relieving himself. That is hilarious. Himself. Now. How good is that? That's what Circus Oz needs. Or all theatres just have a... We all just sit in a toilet. So the seat is a toilet. Oh, no, you can't have the seat being a Could toilet. Could you imagine performing to a room full of portaloos oh. with windows in them so you can only see the, the people's faces? Oh, you can't It would dude. be such a pleasurable experience. You just sit there weeing. <laughs> well, you don't have to wee. You can do whatever you like. My point is you'd get a seat, but also you didn't ever have to worry about going to the toilet. You are I the not, most... an eyes dear man. No, you are not an eyes dear yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> and that does not sound like a pleasurable experience. It sounds... The toilets weird. are cleaned. 
Like Dude. you can go in, there's like cans of Coke and toilet paper and stuff in there. Oh, no, great. Well, sell it to me, Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't smell. It would smell nice. It's if it wouldn't smell. No, they, they get cleaned out because... Portaloos, even clean ones, come in and they smell like Dunny. No, no, well, these ones would be circus portal. So you'd put a popcorn machine in, like, oh scent in God, there. Oh, my God. Now like, you've got popcorn machines in the toilet. No, no, but no, you're getting it, the smell piped in. So it smells oh, like gross. popcorn. Oh, gross. No, piped in smells are always awful. Piped in popcorn's a winner. Piped in popcorn. God. Anyway, it's just an idea. It's people like me that bring <laughs> maybe an idea that's a little bit full on. If you refine it, it becomes the new norm. Is that right? Mm. It's like turning Arj Barker into a... Uh, you know, a dark theatre performer. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Fazwana, uh, I've been waiting to do this. What's in your phone for a while? It's a little recommendation. It's a oh. genuine. This is a genuine. Harking back to the real deal. What's in yours? What's in yours? Yeah. So, and in fact, somebody reminded me the other day. Just, but I had already thought of it. But it was like he was reading my mind. Who was it? Nick reminded me via a Facebook message um, to that this was a thing of beauty. The, I don't know if I've ever told you about Sydney Writers Festival. Oh, you've gone on about it before? Yeah. Um, I'm a very interesting person and going on about things doesn't sound like <laughs> me at all. But um, I did one time, I think I may have told you this story, but one time a very good friend of mine um, gave me a present and the present was, it, it was a mocked up boarding pass and it said Sydney, you know, a trip to mm. Sydney and you get to go to the Writers' Festival. And she had bought me. You've spoken about this. I know. And she had bought me, she she had a prepared like, because she's an organiser, mm. she'd prepared like a Excel spreadsheet of like all the things I was doing. Uh, like control she, freak. Oh, no, she's not. But she's like a super organised person. Right. And she'd researched how to do everything. And I could have changed it if I wanted and all that. But, but like, you weren't allowed to. No, I was. But, but sure, you can change it. Yeah, go on. Don't worry about it. I didn't <laughs> no, put no. in hours of work. No, just change it. You, you, this is a control freak, calling a control freak, a control freak by the way. I've decided I'm not a control yes, freak. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, just because uh, I want to organise my own funeral does not make me a control freak. <laughs> it's true. You do. It's been organised. Oh, you are so bleak. Because there's so many ways a funeral can go wrong. But what? who cares? You're not there. Yeah, oh, my God, we've had this conversation a million times. Meany, it's the last thing you're ever going to put on is your funeral. You just want to. Uh, you just want to event. Run the event. The you want to be in the corner making everyone pork rolls or something. I like you? the idea of a, a living wake. Yes, providing and providing food for peeps that you like and stuff. And uh, you know what? You'd probably be allowed to drink too much at your own living wake, wouldn't you? <laughs> like if anyone had a go at you, you'd just say, "Get out! I'm not going to see you in two weeks' time. Leave me." Anyway, living wake, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, it's such a. That's what we could do. Stupidly big's living wake service. We could organise living wakes, dude. It'd be the nicest thing to do. You give someone a great send off while they're still able to appreciate okay. it. Sometimes you have ideas that are like great stew ideas. This yeah. is one of them. This is not a stupidly big idea. Why not? We could do it because you, you're smart. You're the smart side of it. No. I can just make sure everyone's got a drink in their hand oh. and a sausage. Okay, it doesn't that, sound like a lot of fun. Your last meal was a sausage. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> what so, if they like sausages? Uh, sure. Hey, you um, know the thing about sausages? You just don't want to see how they're, they're made. made. <laughs> anyway, Stuart, mm. <clears throat> the uh, the Sydney Writers Festival. Uh, I she 
so she was living in Sydney at the time. It was it was partially like come up and visit me, right? Yeah. I got on the plane. Uh, it was the best present anyone ever got me. Sure, come visit me. Don't don't if you haven't got time, don't worry about it. Sure. No, she organised the whole thing without mm. my knowing so that I, everyone knew. Uh, I, don't it, tell your friends. You're not allowed to tell your friends. Oh, my God. Anyway. Don't tell anyone else. I hope she's listening. Hi, Mel. Anyway, we got – I flew there and arrived and it was winter in Melbourne and it was that beautiful, crisp version of winter that, that Sydney does at the start where it's like the sun's shining but the ground's wet and you're not sure when it rained but it seems to have rained at some point. Everything's right. refreshed but like it's – beautiful and the sun's on your back and somebody makes you a like four dollar coffee and the, on the pier because it's, it's all on the pier and mm. it's just anyway ah oh, and there's a book there's a bookshop on every you can't walk anywhere in the sydney writers festival without bumping into a new bookshop full of books signed by people you've just seen been to sessions of and the sydney writers festival was and i went after that i went year after year after year i just mm. would saved up and that was the one thing i did every year was go to the Sydney Writers Festival. And popped in the SCG for whoever's <coughs> playing on the Saturday. Obviously. Yeah. Mm. It's an obsession. Anyway, I went there and like y- you would go, sometimes you would go because you, you'd go to a session because it would be like somebody who you knew and thought was amazing, mm. right? Sometimes you'd go, I've got an hour between this one and the next one. I'm just going to walk into this thing. What is it? And then you come out and it, you know when you get a complete – education in just an hour you just go wow a thing that i didn't know an hour ago i now know okay. i actually think you would quite like the sydney writers festival except for the writers festival the people you, people would drive you crazy but that's what you're like anyway are they shushes the sh- <clears throat> no no they're not shushes mm. um they're people who they're, they're potentially the thing that might annoy you is the kind of intellectual pretensions that exist there well you know I was, this what is this about Oh, you'd like it, but you wouldn't like the people there. Someone texted me on Sunday. Dude. And I was supposed to go to a recital at the, uh, what's it called? The recital centre. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's where they have recitals. And they said, oh, you would have loved the music, but you would have hated the people. Like, because what image you, am I projecting? Well, you're projecting the image of somebody who goes to the airport and says children should be banned. I stand who goes by that. To the, who goes to the market and says everyone should be banned except well, no, professional said, market goers. No, experienced market goers. You, uh, you don't like uh, – you, you, you do project an image of a little bit antisocial. You do, I'm the most true. social person you know. Uh, is that right? Mm. Do you know all the people I know? Because I I have got to tell you, you are not. I really am. (laughs) You don't come close. I am very close to it. Mm -mm. I. Anyway. That's a disgusting thing to say to someone. What? That they're not the most social person you know? Yeah. You told me you don't like small talk and you have to, when you go to a party, you'd like to have a job so that you don't have to talk to anybody. I mean, goodness me. It's still nice to be at the party. Anyway. You're always going to be alone. invited to my party alone, sweetie. You'll always be invited. When are you going to have a party? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Sydney Writers Festival, mm. best, right? Last year or the year before, they they put out, they released a podcast. So, and it was the first year that I hadn't been for a while. And I went, and then I saw this podcast in my, popped up in my feeds, Stu. Ah, and um, very good. I... Saw it and I went, oh my god! And and that is what they so they that what happens is they just record a session and you just listen in, right? Uh, some are better than others. Some speakers are more interesting. Some topics are more interesting and whatever. 
but I I highly recommend it. And you can it doesn't matter. You can go. You can listen to this year's one. Then you can just keep going because there's mm. last years. The last years are parked in there. But they only just in June at the start of this month started releasing this year's ones. And I've only listened to a few. And oh, uh, look, you just if you're inter- if you're interested in you know any of this stuff, including it, does it include the laughter and the and the writers festival type laughter of the audience? See, this is the thing. You don't like anybody. <laughs> and then he said Shakespeare wasn't quite the bard at times. <laughs> wow. Goodness. So nobody so laughing's out. We're not allowed no, to have laughing. It's, smug, it's smug. How it's dare smug. they laugh at a smart joke? God. I didn't why say don't that, we put up that a Shakespeare joke wasn't that smart, actually? It was very there's the least smart Shakespeare joke I've ever heard, <laughs> to be totally honest with you. Uh, he said to be or what to be. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow, he's killing him! He's literally—he literally I grabbed am the Sydney his, Writers Festival. You are—you mm. just—you're an anti-anti-intellectual snob. Well, you've got to know one to be one, or be one to know one. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not smart <laughs> enough. <laughs> anyway, um, they. What was I going? Oh yeah, there was. A, did you see the thing I posted on my own, uh, like private Facebook the other day about? No. Th- it was a Godo joke. Oh yeah, that's old. Is it? Is uh, that from New Yorker? From the New Yorker. Yeah. It's a lovely. It's one of the. Uh, there are some been some good kind of book jokes lately. Somebody recently did a. Um, some of them are terrible, but some of them are good. Um, Dad. So you know how sometimes someone will start some some hashtag on Twitter or something, and then everyone will join in. And this was about turning book titles into like dadifying the book titles. Right. So it's just things like. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to turn this streetcar named Desire around, you know, in five minutes or like it it was and it completely, anyway, I'll try and remember to put a post up, a thing up for it. Some of them were quite funny. Is that one? Well, I'm. It's a play, Stu. (laughs) (laughs) How do the intelligentsia get in contact with us? They can find us at uh, stupidlybigstew, stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, stupidlybig on Twitter and stupidlybig or small in the iTunes shop. Uh, The um, the opening and closing addresses of the Sydney Writers Festival are the ones that I would start with if I were you. But there's also a Giannis Varoufakis one which is just Excuse me, this is a G-rated program. Hilarious. Hilarious. Did anyone Eddie say that Maguire, the Writers Festival? Eddie McGuire will only be <laughs> <laughs> joining us for this one podcast. <laughs> Stu Farrell. Feels. Uh Will I see you tomorrow? Wednesday hump day, I reckon so. All right, okay, good. See you then. Bye-bye.